This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3810 for Friday the 10th of March, 2023. Today's show is entitled, Clifton, Arizona. It is part of the series Travel. It is hosted by Aoka and is about 16 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is, we move to another Arizona town, Clifton. Hello, this is Ahuka, welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode in the series on RV traveling. And we're going to pick up the story this time in uh, as we move out of the Tucson area to our next stop, which is Clifton, Arizona. So on Wednesday, February 9th, that was our travel day, so... We packed up everything, dumped the tanks, and checked out from Valley Vista. We headed for Clifton, our next stop, and the trip was uneventful for most of the way until we found our road was taking us into mountain slopes. It ended with a long, steep downhill that was not fun with the trailer behind us. We made it safely, but it was not something we wanted to do again if we could avoid it. At the park, we had to back in again, But each time we do it, we get just that little bit better at it. The way we do it is that I get behind the wheel of the truck and I do whatever Cheryl tells me to do. She's standing outside and can see everything that I can't see. Now, the park itself is absolutely lovely. The views here are spectacular. The park is in a valley surrounded by mountains and just the view out the window is great. This is why people get into RVing. We were told that sometimes you see wild sheep in the mountains. Now, next day, Thursday, February 10th, we got all settled in and went for a walk to see what was around us. Our campsite is along the San Francisco River. Now, the thing that uh, if you're not from the United States, you have to bear in mind is that San Francisco is one of those names that pops up all over the place. So this river has nothing to do with the city in California. It's just a, another uh, another thing named after St. Francis. Um, so the San Francisco River runs uh, right alongside the park. Um, and in fact, the, the, the park is in a place where originally there were houses. And at one point, the river overflowed and the, and took down some of the houses and the, the town decided to just uh, get rid of the houses and turn it into an RV camp. Uh, and the advantage, of course, is that if the river ever rises that high again, you can just move your home away. <laughs> it's on wheels. Um, now, there are bridges across the river at either end of the park. And there are homes and buildings on the other side of the river. So we crossed one of the bridges and walked down a street along the other side of the river. Uh, Coming back, we saw a couple just getting settled, uh, Lynn and Denny Caulfield. They were originally from New York City area, but had moved to Arizona and bought a house in Arizona. But they liked to travel around the country in their RV, and they were the opposite to Cheryl and I, as they would go to places like Michigan in the summer to get away from the Arizona summer heat. Um, It's not unusual to get 120 degree 
uh, days in Arizona in the summer. Um, that's 120 Fahrenheit. Um, not sure what that is in, in centigrade. It's certainly in the 40s. Um, so, um, Friday, February 11th, um, we went into the neighboring town of Morency to do some shopping at the Basha supermarket. The pickings were a bit slim there. It seems that supply chain problems are plaguing all of the stores. Uh, now, you know, at the time we were doing this, towards the end of um, 21, beginning of, of uh, 22, you know, all of the supply chain problems were still going on. It, it, it's, it does, does ease up later. But um, now, the thing that uh, affects us is that Cheryl and I have a diet that is, we eat a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, and that means we have to shop every couple of days because freshness is not something that lasts. Um, so a regular part of our um, act, daily activities is stopping at the store. So after we did the shopping, uh, we went for a walk, and this time we crossed the other bridge. Um, the roads here have a constant problem from falling rocks because they are literally carved out of the mountainside. So, uh, on this road, to be safe, we walked on the side farthest from the rock face. Uh, Saturday, February 12th. Where we are in Clifton, there is basically no cell coverage, uh, at least for T-Mobile, um, and no Wi-Fi. Uh, fortunately, my Kindle is well stocked with books, so I'm getting a lot of reading done. And, of course, we try to get out for a walk most days. Today we were joined by Lynn and Denny and walked to Veterans Park. We were looking for a nature trail, but it turned out we had already walked most of it on a previous walk. We also stopped at the visitor center, but it was closed because of COVID. It never did open while we were there. Uh, they did leave some pamphlets on the door, though. Now, the visitor center is in the train station building, and so we spent some time watching the activity of the engines moving cars around. And this is a point where I would just mention that, you know, most of these days we took some photos, and there's links in the show notes. You can view any of the photos. Um, and uh, I have a Flickr account, and I, I upload them there. So, Sunday, February 13th, I sent birthday greetings to my sister Eileen first thing in the morning. Uh, I have learned that I get brief LTE connections throughout the day, and something like a text message will be picked up whenever that happens. I know it worked because I got a reply from my sister. Um, Cheryl decided she wanted a turn doing the laundry. Okay, <laughs> I'll let her do it. So I got to have a leisurely breakfast. After the laundry was done and lunch was over, we went for a walk, uh, joined by Lynn. Uh, then we borrowed her phone, which had connectivity to change our plans. Now Cheryl had looked up our next planned stop, which was in Silver City, New Mexico and found that it was even higher in elevation and required mountain roads to get there. In fact, she had talked to uh, another person who was staying in the campground who told her about what the roads were like. 
One of the things we learned on this trip, I, I've always had a, a certain fear of heights. Uh, I, I'm starting to think Cheryl has more of one than I do. Um, and, uh, you know, steep uh, roads, you know, high mountain roads, you know, drop-offs on either side or whatever, you know, it's just she doesn't like any of those things. And, uh, you know, if she ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So um, we took a look at that and said, okay, we'll change our plans. Uh, now, because we made that decision on a Sunday, we really couldn't get anyone on the phone. So while we were discussing this, um, a couple did pull in next to our camper, and we met them, Stuart and Tanya. Now, they also live in Arizona, but like to get out in their camper from time to time. Uh, after dinner, Lynn and Denny brought out the propane-fueled fire pit, and the six of us had a nice evening chatting before the sun went down and it started to get cold. You know, that's one of the things about the desert. It does get cold at night, even if it's warm during the day. Um, Monday, February 14th, uh, Morency, as I mentioned, is the town next to Clifton, and there's a huge open pit copper mine there that dominates the landscape. And getting there means a long, steep climb on the road and a long, steep descent coming back. So I'm figuring out how to use the gears, the engine, and the exhaust brake to handle all of that. What you don't want to do is ride the brakes going down. Uh, you know, at some point they burn out, and then you don't have brakes anymore, which is a real problem. <laughs> um, we borrowed a phone again and made our plans. We contacted the part, the the park that we were scheduled for in Anthony, New Mexico, just outside of El Paso, and and that would have been the stop after Silver City. They could only get us in a couple of days early. We canceled the Silver City reservation and tried to extend our stay here in Clifton, but they could only give us a couple of days more. So we called some places in Deming, New Mexico to find a place that could put us up for the other nights, and we were successful. After that, we went shopping. On the way back, a group of wild bighorn sheep was walking along the rock face next to the road. Cheryl also had a card to mail, so we were going to look for a mailbox, but I found there was a Clifton post office just up the street. And after our getting our groceries put away, we went for a walk, uh, this time heading towards the post office via the historic district. The historic district, I'd have to say, was not terribly large, was mostly run down, and not terribly interesting. We did get the card mailed, though. We saw the sheep again as we were returning, and they eventually made it to the campground. After dinner, Lynn and Denny again brought out the fire pit, and again the six of us gathered. We stayed a little bit longer this time, and I think it may have been because Lynn and Denny were going to leave us in the morning. So it was our last time together. Now, Tuesday, February 15th. The sheep were grazing about 30, year, 30 yards from our camper this morning. You know, imagine getting up to that. You know, bighorn sheep uh, just grazing in the area. After Lynn and Denny took off, Cheryl and I went for a walk. Uh, our objective was to cross the river, but as we approached the bridge, we saw activity in the train yard and stopped to watch. 
The train brought in a long line of cars and was going back and forth to bring the cars forward, disconnect a group, then move it back onto another track. This continued until they had put the cars into four different groups. Uh, Afterwards, we chatted with one of the train yard employees, and he told us that the cars we saw were coming from the mine and that they would later be picked up by engines from the Arizona Eastern train line. Um, So after this was done, we crossed the bridge and went down to the riverbank. While we were there, a fellow came up on a motor scooter and explained that there were hot pools, which he showed us. So, um, you know, geothermal pools on the San Francisco River, and we could see the steam coming off of one. He explained that the mountain behind us was actually a volcano, which explains the heating. Okay, Wednesday, February 16th. That, that was a overcast, cold, and rainy day. So, good day to stay in and relax, and that's all we did. Thursday, February 17th. We spent the morning on errands. Um, got, went to the bank to get quarters for doing laundry, um, refilling the propane, grocery shopping. Um, so got all of our errands done. After lunch, we went for a walk and went to check out the dike. Uh, it is on the bank of the San Francisco River, which right now doesn't look like it needs a dike at all. But I have heard people talk of a spring monsoon season. And the rocks all around us won't absorb much water, so maybe it is needed then. Coming back, we checked out the high ledges the local sheep use to traverse the cliff faces. We we checked them out from street level. (laughs) But, you know, we could see where they were walking. And, you know, these these mountain sheep are uh, absolutely uh, amazing. They can walk around on on these slopes that you, you would think they'd just keep falling to their death, but they don't. Okay, Friday, February 18th, another gorgeous day, not a cloud in the sky. So after lunch, we went for a walk that took us into the residential section of Clifton. Uh, We saw an Arizona Eastern train bringing in cars to the train yard. We came back via the dike and also saw the floodgate that would block rising floodwaters from the residences, as this section was downhill. Um, As we came back, we saw the mine company train taking the cars brought in previously and located the tracks and where they split. Saturday, February 19th. We did laundry and grocery shopping and after lunch went for a walk. We picked a road we had been down before but went a little further this time. We found an access point to the riverbank and there were some people fishing there but we left them alone and walked elsewhere. Then we went into a pull-off full of rocks, and Cheryl wanted to see if there was anything interesting there. The problem was that neither of us know anything about mineralogy, and that's a bit of a handicap if you're looking for interesting rocks. So we walked back to the RV without any rocks. It was another sunny day with not a cloud in the sky and warm. It is so nice to be here in February rather than in Michigan. I get notices every day about winter storm warnings back home. Sunday, February 20th, our last day in Clifton, which is fine because we've kind of run out of things to do here. Um, 
th- this was not a stop with a lot of fantastic sightseeing. This was kind of a you know relaxation stop between the Tucson and then New Mexico, where we did do a lot of things. Uh, we went further up uh, Route 191 to see more of the mine operations, but at some point, Cheryl just said, get me out of here, so we turned around. There was just too many twisty, turny mountain roads, came back down, and just spent the rest of the day relaxing. So, that was the story of our stay in Clifton, and so... This is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio signing off and encouraging you to support free software. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, you click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.